now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that is me, along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Still kind of basking in the afterglow of sun and fun. Uh, it was a pretty successful event. We covered it quite a bit last couple weeks, and uh, believe it or not, we're going to cover it some more this week because we didn't really uh, get around to all the people that we spoke with at the big event. And uh, and get their perspective. So we're going to do a little bit more of that uh, now. We're uh, joined by Jim Folson, uh, an aviator in the know and a good friend of Just Plane Radio. He actually, you know, I said hi to him once. I, I consider him a close personal friend now. But I don't know <laughs> if he feels the same, but he is on Just Plane Radio just the same. So how are you, Jim? How you doing? I'm doing all right, brother. How are you? I am good. I'm good. So sun and fun for you. Uh, you know, as an annual event, I mean, it's like a rite of passage for every year. You were a little concerned on how this was going to go, but overall, you look pretty comfortable when I saw you. It looked like uh, every other year to me. What do you think? Yeah, it was it was fine. I mean, uh, it was great to get down there and see people, and we had a lot of people. You know, every year we invite a jillion people to come, and most years nobody comes. We had a big turnout of people we invited, so yeah, there was a, a different mix and a lot of people that we. Oh, love and love seeing. So I got no complaints about that. Yeah. And he even uh, said hi to me again and uh, acted like he knew us. I love it. Uh, Yeah, I was a little bit more friendly than that. You know it. Well, he always is. I think that was because you knew he wasn't going to ask to stay with you this time. Yeah. Well, that's true. He knew I had another place to crash. Yeah, yeah, well, that was Dennis's. You were Dennis's cross to bear this time. That's right. Well, he had AC <laughs> in his uh, mobile home, so I kind of hung out with him uh, in the evening. But uh, I knew where the party was, which was there at the, the Jim Folson uh, headquarters there at Sun and Fun. But uh, as far as previous years, other than, you know, the people that, you know, you invite and they show up and you socialize and stuff like that, how did you feel about the event overall, Jim? Well, I thought the turnout was great. Yeah. Um, I, it seemed to me that the airplane parking was full. Now, I've seen, you know, down there on the west end where we are, I've seen it where it wrapped all the way around to the north side of the runway. Hmm. But with Amazon, they can't do that now, um, So I guess. so. It, but it was all full out there, yeah. and, and it, was, it was full in the, uh, in the fields. Of course, it took them forever to get full because we had that weather on <clears throat> Saturday before the show. Saturday and Sunday, mm-hmm. and uh, but once once people started pouring in, I think somebody said it was a record turnout for airplanes. But sure, looked it sure. looked it like you said. Yeah, and, you know, Amazon has uh, yeah, Amazon has what the north side of the airport now. Uh, they, the north they, northwest, right? And so they're they're taking planes in and out all during the show, which was pretty remarkable. But it kind of fit actually. <laughs> You know, just like, oh, you get these big planes in, in between all the classic warbirds and and the Blue Angels and stuff. And every once in a while, you know, Amazon would have to take off and uh, do, yeah. do their deliveries and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that kind of made the air show kind of choppy. 
Okay. Um, yeah. Well, it depends yeah. on how you look at it, I guess. You could look at it as another entry into the show, or you could uh, look at yeah. it as an annoyance. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know about annoyance, but there was there were big gaps in the show. Um, you know, when the Blue Angels aren't there, the, the, the show goes bam, 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 bam. And as soon as the Blue Angels show up, everything gets chopped up seems like to me and and between them and the and the uh amazon it seemed like there were big gaps yeah. and, and i don't know what was going on thursday morning for like an hour before the show started there wasn't a single airplane moving anywhere on the field hmm. and there were no arrivals nothing i somebody said they were waiting for the blue angels to show up and right and um well that's possible yeah. we waited for them at the uh at the airport there dennis remember so yeah, they were right. running the, late. The visibility was down quite a bit too, though. They had, you know, I think the field was still technically IFR that morning. There was some low clouds and whatnot that was uh, yeah, definitely keeping the arrivals away. Was, well, that was in, earlier in the morning. This was like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Yeah. And well, that's when we were uh, doing the media thing. Right. That's when Thursday Fat morning. Albert flew in was right after 10, but I don't think they had to shut the airport down to bring in a C-130. No, they didn't. Yeah, but, but wouldn't think so. Yeah, but the Blue Angels were, they said, uh, running about an hour or two late because of whether they had where they were taking off, I believe, yeah. if I remember correctly. But yeah, you know, that's going to happen. Yeah. They're going to have scheduling issues, and obviously they get a they got to give the Blue Angels a little larger swath of time probably to, you know, uh, perform accordingly they you know they, they're they not on everybody's schedule necessarily because they are the star they got to be yeah. fashionably late you know but what what about over the weekend now dennis and i uh kind of well i was there through thursday and then uh i didn't hang out for the weekend was the weekend crowd much much busier than during the week or what was your perception uh, well i thought that um the foot traffic in the actual show at the beginning of the week was really light. Yeah. I've heard that um, from a few folks. It felt that way. Yeah. And, and come Saturday, that was not the case any longer. Yeah. I had, while the blue angels were performing, of course we have to vacate the campground when they perform. So right. we were back there by the fire pit there. And, uh, uh, my buddy from Oregon called me at a radio problem, wanted me to go talk to one of the vendors and, and, and get him a handheld radio. So I ran down to the hangers and went in and it was packed. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, it was as busy as I've ever seen it. Yeah. So I don't know if, um, if people were laying off till the weekend and not making a full week of it or whatever, but, mm -hmm. and you know, and a lot of it, there's two kinds of people that go to those shows. There's, there's the people like us that are all into aviation and, and, are going to talk to the vendors. Hardcore, and, and yeah. Hardcore. Right. And then there's people who come out and see the Blue Angels. So, right. you know, there, there's two different crowds. And sometimes you sort of cater to one. And and uh, it, it's, it's hard to cater both of them. But, uh, but uh, you know, it did seem like it really picked up later on in the week. Yeah. Well, we were told that they had record ticket sales for the event by lights and uh and i was getting some of the feedback from the vendors especially in the hangars feeling that you know maybe tuesday and wednesday were a little bit lighter than normal uh but uh they they did expect it to pick up but they also made a comment that during the week those hardcore folks like you me we're doing a little bit more business i guess you know because we're doing a radio show about aviation and that kind of stuff those uh, are industry folks 
and they're they're looking for gear and stuff where the weekend crowd comes in it might be a lot more locals like you said they might just be coming in for the blue angels uh and, and that kind of thing did you kind of pick that vibe up from the crowd too or was it hard to de- decipher whether these were or you know pilots or just uh you know blue angel fans no, I, didn't, or, I didn't i didn't really you know like when tell. i went down to the I, I couldn't really tell. I yeah. didn't spend a lot of time talking to him. I was on a mission. Right. You were um, on a mission to what? Just watch them or what? Uh, no, I was down there getting that, that radio squared away from my friends. So. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. As he was he was mission-focused on getting yes. business done. And there were a lot of folk. And the weather was perfect. Yeah. So everything was firing on all cylinders as far as you know making the event su- successful. And I think it was uh, yeah. overall for sure. So uh, interesting uh, thoughts, and I, I knew you would be able to fill in the gaps or the blanks that uh, Dennis and I didn't quite cover the last couple of weeks. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I oh, thought I was that, I was tickled pink to be there. You, you were, know. yeah, yeah. What did, wait, wait, what, what did what did he say? Did he, he was he said he was tickled pink to be there? Tickled pink, just just because that's the kind of guy you are. Yeah, you're easily Tickler. tickled. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well that's fair enough. And uh, but you enjoyed yourself. It was a, a successful event. And Smokey did, and yeah, the last Sun and Fun we were at, she'd had surgery the day before it started, and yeah. she doesn't even remember that. Well, that Sun and Fun. So there you go. She had a significantly better time this time. Well, that that is a uh, that's a big plus. You know, Sun and Fun wouldn't be complete without Jim and Smokey as a that's team. Right. They're regular for Sun and Fun and Oshkosh for Air Venture as well. All right, uh, are you an old fart? Well, that's an easy answer. But we'll go a little bit further. Are you an old fart and an aviator? Well, we may have a club for you. We'll talk about it next on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plain Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. 
go to JustPlainRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Why are you going to the airport? Flying somewhere? How'd you guess? Uh, I saw your luggage. And when I noticed the airline ticket, I put two and two together. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that is me, Law Captain Dennis, and our buddy, Jim Folson. He is the proud owner of an RV7. Uh, did I get that right, Jim, for the first I time? I can't believe it. I'm going to have to be that? defibrillated. Yay! See? <laughs> he has an RV7. He built it himself. I've been calling it every other number in the book for the last, I don't know, well, at least since Sun, Sun and Fun, because I go, hey, how's your RV12, RV11, RV... It's an RV7. Uh, beautiful. It won an award. What was that? Was that at Air Venture last year that it won the uh, paint job award? Or year, bu- year before year last. Year before, okay. We got a workmanship award. Nice. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he built his own plane, and he's flying it around, getting Smokey certified. She's still working on it as well, uh, working on her private pilot license. So there is still someone that hasn't beat me all the way, uh, well, to a bloody pulp just yet. My my money's on her. Really? Oh, you have yeah. no faith. I you know I use Sun and Fun for motivation, and I will tell you, I, I I got the bug. I got it back. I just got to get back in the cockpit and start flying. Flew well, that. You know, this is this is the first Sun and Fun where I've had an airplane after it was over. The way that you had a what? That I had an airplane after it was over. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because I hadn't finished the airplane the last Sun and Fun we had. Right. So it took some of the sting out of Sun and Fun being over. Yeah, because you had something to uh, go back and just sit in your airplane and feel like you were back at Sun and Fun or something. You still get your your airplane fix. Yeah, understood. Okay, I get it. Well, uh, let me ask you this, Jim. Do you consider yourself an old fart? No. Oh, come on. Would you like to change your answer? Well, I mean, I could under the right circumstances. Well, okay, well, then we have <laughs> the right the motivation. I could call myself most anything. I think we're talking about something that Smokey is going to have to get involved with, the way he sounds right now, uh, Dennis. So be careful <laughs> where you're yeah. going with this. All right, so what, no, is, I, what is going on with this old fart club thing that you were uh, telling me about during the break? Well, the old farts club is the perfect flying club. No membership, no dues, no officers, no directors, mm. no budget, but it's simplicity. It's <laughs> okay. simply a mailing list of old farts or people who think they're old farts or want to hang with old farts that just get together and go do flying events. It, you know, uh, I would imagine a lot of people belong to this club that have been like inducted into it by other folks. You know, probably Smokey, in this case, when it comes to Smokey and Jim, has probably already uh, placed Jim into the Old old Farts uh, Aviation Club. Well, (laughs) we can make it official. All you need to do is send Roger Brown your email address, and he'll put you on the mailing list, and you'll be, let you know, updated as to what the events are going on. Uh, For instance, this week, they had a fly-in at LaBelle, Mm -hmm. and 
I I live very close to LaBelle. It's in fact, you know, what a five minute flight from, from here. Yeah. But I didn't know that they have an air, a restaurant now at the airport. Apparently uh shortcakes restaurant just opened up. So I've got a new place to go fly for breakfast. now. Okay. And you can thank the uh, old farts for yeah. uh, educating you accordingly, you know? bonus i think i don't know and, and do i'm f- looking forward to the other activities that they have going you know in the future uh yeah. they, they have uh you know in the article in ga news that was talking about this group uh, they were showing some photos of past events where they've been invited out to lakeland florida to the noah hangar where they get to see the hurricane hunters up close and get a presentation they've done tours of air traffic control facilities yeah um, so it's not all just you know flying out for the hundred dollar hamburger but you know what there's nothing wrong with that either well maybe I don't know. The, there's the Old Farts Aviation Club, which uh, I think we can all say we belong to whether we want to or not. <laughs> you know, that's that's kind of how it rolls. Is there an alternative to this, though, like the Young Whippersnappers Club? Or? Well, there's the Young Eagles that the EAA is putting on. Ah, who cares about them? Yeah. Yeah. We did find another one for you, though, at Sun and Fun. Do you remember walking past the, the building <laughs> off, the, off the main square there? Was the Silver Wings Flying Club? Silver Wings. Yes, I yeah, do. So uh, that one is dedicated. It is a club for people that have soloed more than 25 years ago. So, hey, you've got a goal you could maybe <laughs> achieve. Yeah, you find that humorous, do you, Jim? <laughs> it's not that funny. Yeah. <laughs> have you soloed? Yeah, of course. Uh, about eight years ago. But uh, so I got a long way to go before I can join that club. I'll just, uh, you know, bide my time as an old fart. Member for now, now. Now, is that club only for people who soloed and then not subsequently gotten their ticket? No, I think you. The only requirement was that you had to solo. So Greg's just going to skate in there. But I think there you're you allowed to be a full full fledged pilot with ratings ah. and everything. Yeah, you don't have to be like extra gassy or anything like that, right? No. <laughs> I heard something there out of the hangar at Jim's uh, thing. I I don't know if you were you like a. Uh, Enhancing your odds of becoming a member there, Jim? What was that? No, I believe an airplane went by. Okay. <laughs> Better than a duck. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so so there you go. Did you know about the Old Farts Aviation Club, Jim, or was this news to Actually, you? Actually, Dennis mentioned it before we started, right. and I, uh, I was like, where did I hear about that? And I actually heard about it at the little event they had in december at sun fun okay that's where i had heard it took me a second to remember where i'd heard about it and just in passing but uh, yeah. uh we'll, we'll we'll definitely uh get signed up for that well there you go i can imagine the t-shirts uh t-shirt opportunities that they have to uh <laughs> merchandise and and all that. and do they did they even gather at sun and fun uh dennis or do do we know I don't know because I just joined the club myself here about a week ago. So yeah. um, I wasn't on that mailing list, but I'd imagine like every other social group. Yeah. They probably had some, uh, some gatherings around the, the fire pit or something at sun and fun. I would to, think to get together. You, you would have to uh, have to have a gathering of the old farts uh, at these events and uh, you know, but it sounds like they don't like to do much. So they'd say, Hey, we're going to meet here seven o'clock day three, sun and fun. Be there. We're going to do absolutely nothing. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but but it, it sounds like it'd be fun just to hang out with some folks. I mean, that's kind of what you do at the end of the day of an air show anyway. You just sit in the lawn chairs at the campsites and, and uh, you know, talk shop. Right, Jim? That's kind of what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. 
you didn't know you had a title of your group of friends that would hang in front of the <laughs> camper now, but now you do. So there you go. All right. So, yeah, you know, I like the idea. And I would imagine they'll be meeting at Oshkosh. Are you looking forward to uh, Air Venture, Jim? Uh, just yep. just yep. like you think it'll be just as big, if not bigger, than uh, Sun think, and Fun? I think there's a lot of pent-up demand for air shows and events like that. And I think it'll be packed. Well, I agree. You know, we got a few more months to go before that event takes place. And, you know, uh, it will be here before you know it. And, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to attend that one as well. I don't know if we'll... You know, wear our just plain radio T-shirt or our old fart T-shirt. <laughs> if we can get both, yeah, maybe maybe do a combo thing. There you go. All right, more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Stay close. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Listen up. You want to hit back? We're going to have to wingsuit in. It's the only way to get close. I can't promise anyone a ride home, but if you're with me, the world needs you now. I can fly. I can fly. This is Just Plane Radio, Greg, your co-pilot, Captain Dennis. Now we have Captain Ed with us as well on Just Plane Radio to help us navigate the latest aviation news and information. All right, I think we got the sun and fun finally, uh, you know, the event is finally covered. Uh, I'm sure we'll, there'll be other things that'll pop up on the radar in the coming weeks as we start to look forward to Air Venture in Oshkosh. And that is in, let's see, last week of July, beginning Very of August. Good. Yeah, something like that. Uh, just look it up online. You can find it, eaa.org. All right, so, uh, you know, Sun and Fun did inspire me, though. You know, when you go to an event like that, it's hard not to be inspired, especially if you're someone like me who who does want to learn how to fly to get to get my private pilot certificate. I've been doing it for some time, and I've, you know, it, it's, it has been a while. You know, I'm enjoying the process, but uh, when I go to what events like that. What's the last time you had a dual entry in your logbook? Um, I think we should- 
couple weeks ago, didn't we? Well, I opened up the logbook. Let me let, let's just go with baby steps, there, Ed. It took him a few weeks to get all the dust off of the right. From that. So, but I did open it up. It looks pristine, by the way. <laughs> it's, it's been packed up nice and neat in a hair vacuumed uh, type of container. And uh, so it looks uh, like it, you know, you wouldn't look at it and go, hey, this thing's eight years old. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I, I look at all the hours, so like 110 hours, and I'm like, golly, I did all this. I don't remember any of it. Oh, crap. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, I, actually, I do remember some of it. I do. I mean, and when you look at your logbook, like, oh, okay, I remember I did that. And, you know, it does help. You know, you can kind of go back and refresh your memory with your logbook a little bit like that. But but the bottom yeah. line is going to an event like Sun and Fun does kind of get you, you know, excited to get back in an aircraft, whether it's flying a Cirrus Vision jet. You know, all we got to do is get them to give us one, and I'm good to go. <laughs> but I think I'm going to be waiting another eight years minimum before that uh, dream At comes At least true. eight years. Yeah. So, uh, but maybe it'll be some other aircraft. We will have to wait and see. But, but they are great at, uh, you know, getting, getting you excited about aviation when you go to the events. It, it, it's hard not to uh, have that, you know, just kind of rub off on you a little bit. Right, Dennis? You think? Oh, yeah. It, it, it's infectious. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just saying that because of COVID. I mean, right. it really, you can't help but be surrounded by airplanes and not want to do more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And despite the fact you hear Ed laughing hysterically when he when I talk about getting my private pilot certificate, it will happen. The day will well, come. Okay. Okay. So uh-huh. last week I was uh, in Illinois yeah. in April, and it snowed. <laughs> okay. See? A little bit of snow, about an inch of snow. So I guess he'll have frozen over so yeah, Greg can right. learning to fly again. There you go. See? See, it could happen. It, it actually, it's not, it could happen. It's going to happen. I feel that positive about it. I, you know, I've just been kind of waiting to get my ducks in a row before I get, uh, back in the cockpit and, you know, and all this COVID stuff, I finally just had my second shot. So I, I got that squared away and, you know, another month or so we're going to be past this hopefully. And, and more places are going to open up and I'll, you know, I'll have a little bit more flexibility to get back in an aircraft and start to, Flying. So Ed's going to teach me, um, right? No. What? No. 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 I retired That's, from that. He retired from me or everybody? Yes. Me. No, just you. <laughs> I knew it. But I know <laughs> I know Dennis. So what is this going to be? The uh, yeah, What are you going to tap out? And, uh, That's hand, it. Okay. <laughs> that, that baton's been passed uh, quite a while ago. I think I recall a collective sigh of relief and, and applause when I got my CFI two almost two years ago because Ed and Keith said, "Okay, we're done. Yeah. He's yours." <laughs> Was there like a card game between between the three of you? Well, there's been a bet going Dennis, on. You lost, <laughs> and I yeah. lost. Yeah, right, That's what I figured. All right, yeah. I mean, what does he need to know about me, Ed, that he doesn't already know? Nothing really, other than my logbook, right? Well, there's a lot to know about you, Greg. Well, most of it we can't but, even talk about on the radio. So, well, uh, probably. And yeah. he's been diving with you, and he knows you pretty well. That he's mm. probably got your personality figured out. Yeah, well, yeah, I definitely know we need to have a GPS equipped airplane for him because his navigation skills suck. Right, but and you know, Dennis, that is the first thing he told us when he started learning to fly. If he didn't have a GPS in his car, he couldn't find his house. Right. I thought he was joking. He was not. Well, hey, that's why they have them. You know, 
if uh, God wanted me to know where I to where to go, then He would have, uh, you know, put a built-in GPS in my brain. But I don't have one, so uh, man had to create one, and I use it extensively, sometimes correctly, sometimes. Eh. But I'm learning. I will. I'll get it. And uh, you know, uh, I mean, Dennis is aware of that, but he's also aware that I'm a genius and I pick up things really quickly, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Six or seven time. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, practice. We can beat it into them eventually. Makes perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There, so there, there, there is no reason that we can't beat it into them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, trust so me. So the I've question had is, we just need to determine which beatings need to be applied and in what order. So. Yeah. What torture are you going to use as motivation? Yeah. Uh, do, do, you, do you remember the pencil or the pen between your fingers? I, I do remember that one. Um you know, uh, you know, I, I don't know if it really worked though. Let's be honest. It's been eight years, so it didn't <laughs> quite get me over. Too tight for grip on the yoke. Yeah, so I put a really nice hard pen between his middle two fingers and the outside fingers, so that when he grabbed real tight, it would hurt. Yeah, uh, he just kept taking his hand off the yoke and trying to trying to stretch it. I'm like, no, leave your hand on. Leave the pen there. That's the idea. It's supposed to hurt till you don't pull that hard. Right. So yeah. Whether or not it ever came through, you know, I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, it, it kind of illustrated the point. I mean, I know you got to have a light touch. And I kind of got I kind of had it down there at the end yeah. of my yeah. flights and stuff. and just be yeah. a matter of. I mean, you wouldn't have soloed if you hadn't lightened up on the controls. Right. And that's the thing, Greg, you're, you, you know, you, you think about it. And there's, there's a lot of knowledge stuff that's probably got to be uh, gone over in detail again because that stuff's what you use the physical side of it because you your brain has figured out what it feels like and what you're supposed to see when you land an airplane mm-hmm. it might take a little bit of time for that to come back but it'll come back a lot quicker than you think yeah and i i agree i mean i remember uh when i finally got the landings down and you know new wind to flare the the 172 and and feel the landings, grease the landings as much as I could, know when to relieve the power and flaps and all, everything. You know, when it all clicked, it was like riding a bike. You know, it was a feel that you get. And then you're like, okay, I got it. I can do this. And it was exactly like riding a bike. You know, that first time when you take the uh, training wheels off, that's, that's how it felt to me, at least. And uh, that's pretty universal, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, absolutely. So, see, Dennis, you'll have a. It'll be a cakewalk when we start getting in the aircraft. No, it won't. And doing what do you mean? You don't think it'll be a cakewalk? It, it'll be a. Uh, it, it'll be a slow refresh, but I think it won't be as bad as the their initial experience. With it won't you. be a cakewalk. It'll be like a pie in the face. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, probably more accurate. Okay, I mean, but uh, the big thing we need to figure out though is you know of the requirements. You know, we know you've got the total of 40 hours of flight time. That's that's in the bag. No right. problem there. I'm sure yeah. you've got more than 20 hours of dual and 10 hours of solo, but mm-hmm. it's the other Actually, requirements. I don't think he does have all, just from remembrance, I don't think he has all the solo. Uh, I think he might be short one of the solo cross countries. Yes. Well, then that's what I was going to go through with Greg, and that's what yeah. got me thinking about this whole discussion is 
we need to take that logbook and go through it. And I'm obviously going to have to review it. Well, if we do that, maybe this is the time for Greg to come into the uh, the modern age and get that logbook online so that we can electronically review idea. it. Go digital with a logbook. And you mean have to transcribe all that crap I've already done? Oh, jeez, more work. Oh, the pain, the pain. Maybe you can fit it in between the four hours of work you do every week. Okay, well, there's that. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. With Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. If this company is a plane, then this is Richard's damn plane. And if he wants to fly it on the side of a mountain, that is his prerogative. And it is our duty to climb on, strap in, and have a fiery death right behind him. I, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. Gonna take for a ride on a this is Just Plane Radio, Gregor Copilot. That is me, along with Captain Dennis and Ed, to round out the crew as we navigate the latest aviation news and information, and just continue to be inspired to learn how to fly airplanes. For me, that's kind of where uh, you know where my head is at the moment. So whether it's sun and fun or just uh, chatting about it every week, it's going to happen. You know, and you guys been looking at the, uh, well, Ed, you pulled up my logbook already. Is that yeah, where the yeah, paperwork? I pulled up uh, the records because uh, I still have access to them. And the, your last flight was uh, March 15th of 2013. Okay. And you flew the solo cross country to Ocala and back for 2.1 hours. All right. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, yeah. I, I vaguely remember it. But, but, but I've had flights since then. I haven't put Not- in my logbook not, but they didn't not, well, not in you know the training stuff with us that's right that's just stuff out of out of flight training professionals got it okay so uh but some of those that flight time might apply for something or at least oh yeah uh, no, hours. i would say it's you, you and i don't have all the details on the hood work and the night work it does i know we've got at least one of the night flights done mm-hmm. possibly two yeah. um but uh um you know it's uh but the main Let's thing see. is I'm going to have to go back and do the written test all over again and get that crap down again, right? Or do yeah. I? Does yeah. it count? Well, you Did definitely I have it to once? do it. It, ex- it expires after two years. You uh, have to take your check right within two years of taking the written exam. So yeah. you are going to have to start over. And, you know, maybe we wind up doing something with Sporties and getting you the video training course. And you can use your iPad or your phone or your Apple TV or whatever you have to to sit and have, you know, do the training. And then I would uh, be available to answer any questions and, you know, kind of quiz you on the material and make sure that you're comfortable with it. And then we're just going to go get you down to the nearest testing center and have you go take that exam and you'll pass it the first try, I guarantee. Right. Uh, after going through their training. Yeah. We'll, we'll get you through that. So we'll that, get that through that. easy. And then we'll hop in your plane and uh, become a private pilot after we do a few uh, flights and things. Yeah. Right? <sighs> You know, I sounds good to me. I will happily <laughs> let you fly the plane dual with me. I don't have yeah. a problem with that. Right. But I can't. Uh, the insurance company is going to have a, a serious cow uh, if I try to let you fly the Mooney solo. Well, That's, as as well as Dennis himself. I mean, he knows well, better. 
<laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> he uses the uh, insurance card. He can play that to make it sound like he's he's not, he's not crazy. He doesn't, he doesn't want want me flying his airplane. Well, the insurance company wants to see, you know, in most cases for a, a complex airplane like that, you know, with retractable landing gear, they're going to want to see, you know, anywhere from 10 to 25 hours of experience in an airplane with retractable landing gear before they let you fly it solo. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. just because it's easy to forget to put the gear down. Things happen a lot quicker. There's a lot more things going on. You got to be thinking ahead of the plane a lot farther than you do with a Cessna. Mm-hmm. You know, you actually got to slow it down to get that gear down. You don't want to rip the gear off. For at cruise speed by putting the gear down, right. that would be bad. Well, we planted the seed at Sun and Fun for Cirrus to give us an aircraft uh, for me to fly in. Uh, and, well, you know, we can we can keep waiting or come up with another alternative, which is probably going to be much more likely. Which, I mean, what can I do? Uh, Ed, just go, like, uh, rent a 172 for this purpose? Uh, like through the flight through a, the flight school or yeah, something, flight maybe? School, the flight schools are generally not going to let somebody else come in and instruct in their airplanes. Yeah. You know, when, when I was with flight term professionals, we, that was a pretty strict policy, mainly because it's our insurance policy and we have SOP set up to uh, minimize operational issues and keep our insurance, insurance rates low. And um, and so that is a lot of times what happens. We, we have people come and say, hey, I want to teach my son how to fly. Can I use your airplane? And, Sorry, no. Uh-huh. Um, and just because we, we don't know how you're going to operate the airplane, et cetera. There are other operations out there that do just that. They don't have any flight instructors that work for them. They just uh, rent airplanes and, and approve instructors to teach in their airplanes. Um, so those type of uh Airplanes are available out there. Yeah. Uh, some of them are good. Some of them are not. I've flown some of them as a pilot examiner and say there are a couple of months. They, boy, they do a real nice job of maintaining it. And uh, there was a flying club out of Sanford. They came for a flight test. Oh, it was a gorgeous, absolutely well-maintained airplane. And it was a 1970, uh, well, 1977-172N uh, model. Mm-hmm. And uh, it had all the... All the bells and whistles in it had upgraded glass cockpit. The engine was just redone. The airplane was just repainted. So there are good airplanes out there um, and that, that, that will work in that scenario where uh, an instructor can, can say, I want to instruct this customer in this airplane. Will you let me do it? So those are possible. Okay. But you're, I would imagine you're going to pay a uh, premium on on the rental time for that aircraft. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. If it's a true no. flying club, it might actually be less expensive uh, because they don't have the overhead of having oh. to run a full service uh, flight school. Yeah. They don't have the brick and mortar business. They don't uh, you know. Most of the, what I would call true flying clubs don't really exist here in Florida. And this is just going back to the way uh, the club I was involved with in Illinois, a couple of them, you know, they were, member owned club we owned stock in the in the in the in the llc that was the flying club and so you owned a piece of the airplane uh-huh. um in orlando there's like only one club that's like that the rest of them all are just uh flight schools by a different name um and uh that they that they they uh uh you know lease the airplanes from somebody and then turn around and rent them to you and or they, you know, the guy owns a couple airplanes and he does this to rent them out instead of calling them the flying club. He's still paying flight school insurance rates uh, on it because it's 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 uh, you know the the owners of the aircraft aren't aren't the only ones flying it. Got it. 
Okay, so we we have options. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I you know we gotta you, you gotta basically affiliate with a a, fl- a club there. Uh, Dennis sounds like to me. That sounds like well, that's all maybe, on you. Maybe you need to associate with a flying club, and then you can just get me authorized as your instructor. That might be easier. Well, or I, maybe we reach out to AOPA and see if we can borrow one of their little Cessna 150s. They've got those little yellow birds that they, they have uh, available. Yeah, they James. do scholarships for those for people. James, to. Well, and I know Jamie Beckett down in Lakeland, yeah. uh, well, Winterhaven. He's, he's flies one of those all around the place. He's one of the AOPA ambassadors. Right. You need to hit you need to hit Tom Haynes up about that. Well, we know Tom. Sure. We could uh, pull a favor and say, Tom, tell him it's someone else and not me. And maybe they'll say yes. <laughs> well, that's uh, right. Mark Baker has met you. That might not be a good idea. Yeah, well, uh, we'll make it happen. Uh, it's going yeah, to Mar- happen. Mark Baker knows me, though, too, because he, he's from uh, Minnesota. So, you know, there's a chance. I'm going to rub true. off on you, Dennis. It is definitely heavier on the, on the cons than the pros here. Yeah, <laughs> that parasitic drag title that I've acquired over the years uh, might bring you down. <laughs> In the eyes of you know, Mark maybe Baker. we just have to start entering into all of these raffles. I mean, I tried to win you a Cessna 150 this week from uh, the Ohio Pilots Association, and unfortunately, I came up craps on that. So, well, sorry. Okay, keep uh, keep entering. Got another chance though. Wings of uh, Wings of Hope out of St. Louis is uh, putting up a uh, Warrior, and there's the 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 raffle is sold out, but they haven't done the drawing yet. So we have another chance yet. Okay. All right. Keep your well, fingers crossed. They're, they're, they're crossed. In the meantime, I'll look for more inspiration. Uh, we got this new story uh, about Playboy hitting the uh, air again. And, and I'll tell you what, that'll be great motivation. Maybe I need to go fly <laughs> with them just uh, to be inspired to become a pilot. Well, What's- I have to say that that is probably one of the most uh, iconic DC-9s ever was the Playboy's uh, Playboy Bunny Jet. You know, the big black bunny, they called it. Yeah. Uh Oh, that that thing! You know, can you imagine a jet black with the bun- the bunny logo up on the tail? I mean, you see that thing, you knew that somebody was arriving in style, right? Yeah, well, and that would be the only reason that I would fly with them. But they, but I'm gonna have that option. It, it's just the panache that goes along with. It. That's the only reason you'd fly uh, with Playboy, right? Of course, it, yeah. it, I wouldn't want would to have you know, anything to do with anything, anything like else. No, 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 our wives are listening, so we're saying what we're supposed to say. Well, maybe yours are. <laughs> So Ed's like, I'm in. Uh, it doesn't matter. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I know she'll never listen. Okay. All right. There you go. Well, on that note, before we get ourselves in trouble, let's wrap it up. Remember, there's no better high than learning to learn to fly. Just Plain Radio is brought to you by JustPlainRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the Information Super Skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plain Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlainRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plain Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to fly and the aviation lifestyle.
Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com. 